What is up? Coming to you live from the jungle, the home of our little tiger. It's time for another episode of Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. It's Monday, August 9th, 2021, and we are here live per usual. And hey, what is up, Matt Hamlin? Thank you for watching us live on Facebook. You can always catch us live Facebook at some point during the 8 o'clock hour Monday nights. Depending on where you are, that's a Pacific time. 8 p.m. and you can always watch us run this back it's 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 live on well it's on demand on facebook at any time and then the audio version will be posted later on this evening it'll be up later on tonight um we are exhausted here at the tiger house uh little man has been sick all weekend so we we Rosa and I took turns losing sleep over the weekend and then we all lost sleep last night we taking care of our adorable little uh, who tur- today turned at 19 months this is he, he is not uh, the audio is really low okay the Facebook I guess I'm, I'm not close enough to the to the microphone and I'm sure all this background noise is not helping a little bit. Let's see what I can do over here. That, that makes for great audio. Hopefully I'll <laughs> hopefully I'll fix that in post for the for the podcast. I'm holding up the mic. I'm trying to stay quiet because we we did get Tiger to sleep. So I, I am trying to not make a lot of noise. But Getting closer was the best. Oh, okay, cool. I'll just have to get closer. Hey, you can see all of Tiger's art behind me. Uh, Rosa is the curator of Tiger's art. So uh, we, we redid the uh, all the art behind us, and so now everything is framed, and it's, it's going to be a, on, a, on a rotating basis. So if you if you watch the, the live video every week, you'll you'll see the uh, the art will start changing throughout the season. So. Well, let me let me just get to the the, the the thing I really wanted to talk about tonight. Uh, I know Matt. I don't know if you you got a chance to watch it, but the, the uh, we watched it here at the the house after Tiger fell asleep last Thursday. We watched the Suicide Squad, and uh, 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 <laughs> I guess spoiler alert, spoilers. This is gonna be uh, spoilers. I guess if you if you want to watch it, <laughs> I will watch when I free range. <laughs> I would send you our login information, but as soon as we finished watching The Suicide Squad, Rosa canceled our HBO Max. <laughs> I watched when I free. It was epic. Oh, so you did see it. You you, you did see it. Man, uh, that was... Uh, <laughs> the Suicide Squad was... Freak- uh, I didn't know a movie with so much visceral violence and... Uh, uh, with, with so much visceral violence and and, 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 and blood and gore, uh, very uh, to- uh, freaking toxic Avenger uh, trauma level amount of gore could have so much heart. It has it has an incredible amount of heart. Uh, oh, oh, you do have HBO Max. Oh, okay, cool. No, you're you're good then. <laughs> uh, uh, we we will be resubscribing when um. When the Peacemaker show comes on, that, 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 that Rosa's motivation of watching the Suicide Squad was all about John Cena, and then the, the scene where where Cena was in his tidy whities and only that that was that was everything for for my wonderful wife. She was very happy <laughs> to see uh, muscled out Cena. 
just only in his underwear. Because you know, you go back when he was wrestling, uh, he he mostly wrestled in jorts. <laughs> and I don't know how much of, of John Cena's wrestling she's actually gotten to watch. <laughs> Yeah, same. Oh, you said, let's just, just jump right to that since Matt just mentioned it. Uh, Matt here on Facebook Live said he was impressed that they didn't screw up Starro the way they they screwed up the Parademons. That was that was my big concern. Like, I I had heard that Starro was gonna be the bad guy, but I was like, oh man, they're gonna try to make him look cool. Like Starro doesn't look cool. Starro is like is whack. Starro looks like a a a, a cartoon starfish. <laughs> And it looks hilarious when all the cartoon starfish are on everyone's faces, and and, and like DC let James Gunn do whatever he damn well pleased, and and we got cartoony Starro with cartoon stars on everyone's, and then creepy eyes looking everywhere. It, it was it, uh, for 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 this old comic book nerd, it was pretty amazing. I I was very happy. I'm sure there's people out there all that it was too cartoonish. I'm like, it's a comic book movie. But yeah, that that made me so happy, especially when, when Starro went on a big old rampage, big old giant starfish, stomping across the freaking island. That <laughs> I I haven't had a chance to to message old Pete Malini because I'm sure he is in the same boat as me, where he thought that was uh, just. In, I'm sure he probably thought that was incredibly hilarious too. Just the, the commitment to Starro. It's like oh, they they, they made him Starro the Conqueror. You had freaking Thirteenth Doctor freaking playing uh well I forget what the hell the Thinker or whatever the character he was playing <laughs> all the things in his head he was hilariously being his, his Doctor Who self <laughs> just like, the the movie like uh, to, to, I guess to sum it up it, it just worked for me it worked on a lot of different levels it was uh, uh, uh much like uh. Peter Capaldi, thank you. I, 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 I know when I was watching it on Thursday, I kept saying fucking Capaldi when I was watching it. <laughs> but right now, my, my brain blanked out. I'm like, I don't remember the 13th Doctor's name. <laughs> thank you, Matt. It is Peter Capaldi. But yeah, okay. And everyone, of course, and it, I, as I said in a, in a post uh, when, right after I watched it, John Cena stole that movie. Bad Guy Cena was just so bad he was cheesy and bad and horrible it's like everything uh, every wwe fan thought he would be if he ever became a bad guy i mean it was great the idris elbow was freaking fan fucking tastic uh the young lady playing rat catcher 2 was a fr was freaking amazing uh, everyone delivered freaking king shark nom nom and <laughs> I, I still can't wrap my brain around the fact that that, that that's freaking Sly Stallone. I get, I get he's he's clearly turned into the skid. He he understands that he's this he is a cartoon character, and he and he jumps into he he was a uh, in Guardians uh, Volume Two, and he, here he is again. I get I guess him and James Gunn must be cool or something. I guess. Either James is a big fan of Sly, and Sly is a big fan of, of, of James Gunn. And he pops up in the movies now. Like, hey, we need you to. I need. I need to do something. <laughs> Michael. Yeah, Michael Rooker was in it for a cup of coffee. That was just like the the required freaking. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's a James Gunn movie, so we got to put Michael Rooker in it. 
<laughs> I guess that's a, that's a, I guess the, the the fancy thing is that they used Michael Rooker to subvert expectations because they they made him seem like such a a badass, but they they made him oh we gotta make an example out of him. What happens if you don't listen to evil ass Amanda Waller? And get turned into a Pez dispenser <laughs> via bomb in the back of your neck. Uh, I I didn't know that the 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 guy with the detachable arms. I was fucking Nathan Fillion. I was like, what the? F-? <laughs> another one, another a good actor who who got used for five seconds. Uh, uh, Pete Davidson getting shot in the face uh, immediately. That 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 was funny. Uh, he he was chatting it up as hard as possible. Uh, and the freaking polka dot man. <laughs> Let's see. I, I just know that dude from like he he played uh, the the freaking European dude in Ant Man. He's a part of the 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 the, the freaking uh, the Con Squad. Uh, the 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 detachable TDK. Yeah, they they did Nathan Fillion dirty too. They killed a they killed a bunch of yeah. If you didn't already know, <laughs> they they wiped out like five six people in the first five minutes like Rose was like what is happening I'm like oh yeah no James Gunn gonna kill a whole lot of people he he just ran through <laughs> it's like give me everyone who you don't care about let's kill them all except for ugh, sorry about that except except for the weasel <laughs> the weasel's dead <laughs> and then catch the, the the credits oh Weasel gets up. Weasel's alive. <laughs> so spoiler alert. Sorry. <laughs> it was just I, I I was very delighted throughout the whole movie. <laughs> Why keep Weasel? I I don't know. I I don't know either. I I I think that's just James Gunn being James Gunn. It's like all right, we'll keep the weirdest fucking character. And licks wall, licks windows, and eats children. <laughs> And that 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 that's on brand for James Gunn, but it was <laughs> I don't know I, I I don't know if we'll get the Suicide Squad two or three or however the hell they're gonna this is gonna I I feel like it's gonna be successful between the movie theaters and freaking I guess it was number one I, I however many people can go to the theaters I was happy to watch it in the comfort of my couch <laughs> yes uh, Matt you you nailed it right there. <laughs> Couldn't swim? Did anyone check if Weasel could swim? <laughs> Freaking, uh, and then uh, apparently it was Steve Agee doing double duty as uh, as the computer guy, and he was the, the 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 motion capture for King Shark. I think my little dude is coughing. Oh no! Oh, well, I think we're in for another rough night. But uh, yeah, this, this, uh, um, Idris Elba's character, uh, uh, Blood Sport. Freaking great! <laughs> like, uh, like Rosa was really like enthralled with the scene between uh, Idris Elba's character and, and his daughter. And I was like, whoa! It was it was really thick and intense and like and real. <laughs> it was just like that one. It was like, oh man, this hurts. <laughs> that that. that. <laughs> Goes and almost. I had to keep telling my wife, "Oh, Amanda Waller is like literally the worst person." Like you, I'm like you don't understand. She don't. She has a negative amount of fucks. She don't give a single fuck, and she takes other people's fucks away. That's that's how many fucks Amanda Waller gives. And Viola Davis is doing a, a spectacular job playing the cold-hearted bitch, which is Amanda Waller. 
the wall. Uh, <laughs> the crutch lady for the win. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, I, I think I was the... Um, no, I think it was the, the golf putter that she was using earlier. Because <laughs> uh, she she had to practice golf for, for, for whatever fucking reason. Amanda Waller was practicing golf and then the lady picked up her freaking putter and cracked her across the head with it. <laughs> this is... There's so much going on. It's funny because I I forgot which of the Facebook groups I was in. There's like all these people. Oh, I liked the the, the previous Super Squad Squad better. And they're like, oh, well, the, this was a it was too irreverent. It wasn't serious. I'm like, did we watch the same movie? <laughs> Harley Quinn just plowing through. Dudes. <laughs> she was killing motherfuckers with motherfuckers. <laughs> um, they all crap, right? I mean, I, I don't understand. I think some people are just negative. Oh, Mantis cameo. Did the, 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 the um the, the the actress who played Mantis? She showed up somewhere. Uh, I must have missed it. Did the sneaking Palm Pletnikov in there at some point? Uh, I I must have missed it. Uh, I I am going to. As soon as I could purchase a physical copy of this movie, I'm, I'm going to... Oh, she was a go-go dancer. Oh, oh hey, what's up, Ryan? <laughs> she was one of the, the go-go dancers at the strip club. Oh, <laughs> he was sneaking everybody in. I, I love that, that Taika fucking Watiti was freaking... Uh, he was Rat Catcher Senior, I guess. Uh, he, he I guess he confirmed on Twitter, like, he, he had a different role before, but he had to bail for Akira, and then when Akira fell through... He went back and like, oh, we've already cast that, whatever the other role was, but you can be Ratcatcher's dad. <laughs> Ratcatcher one. <laughs> it's funny because like, in the first flashbacks, I couldn't tell that that was Taika. I was just like, what? Who, who's Ratcatcher one? And then like later when they did the full on flashback, uh, uh, it's like, oh yeah, yeah there is fucking Taika. <laughs> Taika, good guy, fucking Taika. I love that motherfucker. <laughs> Taika is just a delightful individual. He's just nothing but pure delight. Go, go watch Thor Ragnarok with the director commentary. <laughs> I, always, I always make that recommendation whenever I talk about Taika. You just go watch Thor Ragnarok with the director commentary on and just bask in the delight of, of Taika Waititi. <laughs> He's just hilariously ridiculous. What we do in the shadows, that's right. That's right. What we do in the fucking shadows? <laughs> Viago. Well, the new season's coming out soon. Oh, man. We're going to have to upgrade the Hulu to Hulu with FX pretty soon then. <laughs> so, I can, so I can watch it. Oh, you thought it was the guy from BSG? No, nope, turn, it turned out to be fucking Taika motherfucking one TT. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it's funny. I, I didn't even get to Harley Quinn until like it, it occurred to me there there were so many people in this fucking movie. It was it was pretty great. <laughs> it, it, yeah, uh, there's even a uh, like even people who sucked in the first movie. Like I, I remember like what's his face, a Rick Flag. He, he sucked in the first movie. He was just kind of there, but in this movie he was like way better, which made it so much worse when like you had freaking Cena. <laughs> the porcelain right through his heart which totally like my wife was not about that well not, well 
I think she was well. She was not that okay with John Cena killing the guy, but the whole scene, the the heart get punctured. She was like, "Oh, that was a little too much for me." <laughs> I think it was that and King Shark ripping the dude in half. <laughs> I think that was a little much for her. <laughs> like even like I can take a certain amount of of, of gore, but when 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 she gets like realistic, that's where I like that's where I get lost. If it's like unrealistic, like there's <laughs> there isn't that much blood in the human body. Ha ha ha. That's silly. But watching like a a freaking internal organ get uh oh, I hope I'm not too loud. Yeah, it was Mortal Kombat gore. It was freaking straight up like <laughs> King Shark having a a, a a man's skull in his head and. <laughs> <laughs> Treating eating like a treat. <laughs> yeah, the 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 peacemakers and alone coming up soon. I mean, yeah, it's like they they made it seem like Cena died because it's funny because I had heard that that peacemaker show was supposed to be like a prequel, but maybe it's gonna be a like like Better Call Saul. It, it uh, it's pre and like that's old shit and new shit. It, I I would imagine, especially since they they made sure in the post credit scene to let you know. Oh no, he's alive. <laughs> Fucking Cena! I saw photos where he he showed up to the to the premiere in the Peacemaker gear. Oh man, big man's having trouble over there. Where am I at? Seventeen minutes. At least Facebook hasn't given up the ghost on me, like it did last week. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys can hear that. Oh, poor dude is. Yeah, he's he's fighting some boogies and they're keeping him up. But yeah, yeah, I I was having to explain. Yeah, Cena's done all the marketing in costume. Of course he has. Yeah, little 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 dude is is, is struggling over there. Uh, I I wanted to get on here and make sure I, I like for once I had something I wanted to talk about passionately on the podcast. Uh, like the, 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 the couple like last week or a few weeks before that, it's like I'm getting on here and I'm like oh, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. But I'm like I know today I have freaking. Suicide Squad, but I, I might have to duck out here sooner rather than later to go make sure the big dude's okay. He might be getting the... I don't know, Ryan, if you know what the nose Frida is, but he, he might be getting some nose Frida action right now. A little thing to suck out the, the boogers. He is not a fan of that. Yeah, I know, but... Uh, t t oh, poor guy. He's breaking... Oh, Ryan has a has a tantrum trip. I, I will I will take any tantrum tips. Usually, my wife is very good about it. <laughs> ah, see, yeah, that that's uh, I think my wife found that online too. <laughs> uh, distractions. You gotta get you, you have to yeah shift shift focus. If you're having a tantrum, then you shift it to something else. Like we, uh, my wife was joking. She always has a uh, a toy car stash somewhere. There's a couple stashed in the car, one in her purse, one in the backpack. There's always a toy car somewhere. <laughs> it's like they just hand them a car and all of a sudden it's like, oh okay, whatever was my problem is over now. I have my I have my toy car now. I have a toy a, a car. Now he he he's having tantrum over like all the boogers coming out of his face. That's 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 his um he's mad about the boogers. It's hard to distract from that because he's also exhausted. <laughs> As much as that stuff would probably work, Matt, I, I'm pretty sure Mom will not uh, uh, agree to sleeper holds or, or NyQuil. That's, that's something that I did to myself when I was younger. 
I can't sleep. Hey, let me give myself some NyQuil. But uh, overall, I, I, I just... I really thought that Suicide Squad was freaking amazing. I just, like, I... Yeah, I, I was enthralled. I, I didn't look at my phone once the entire movie. That, that's how I know if a movie's really good. If I'm watching a movie at home and I don't go to my phone, then I then I'm invested and I'm I'm, I'm in. I'm like, okay, this is a good ass movie. If I go to the phone, uh, there's varying degrees. If I go to my phone to look up something about the movie, I am interested, but. <laughs> It's like, I want to know more. I feel like I might get Starship Troopers. You want to know more? Click here. But then like, if a movie is just like, I, if I'm not having it, then I'm, I'm going straight to the phone. I'm like, all right, whatever. Uh, that's why I try not to watch movies like that. I have, I have very little time. <laughs> that, that's right, Dennis Leary. Big N, little Y. <laughs> Capital N, small Y, big fucking Q. <laughs> I love that Q. <laughs> NyQuil is the solution to all your problems. NyQuil is the 13th step. You can buy it. It's legal. It's over the counter. Have you been drinking tonight? No, officer. I have a cold. I think that one of my biggest takeaways from this movie is that if Warner Brothers DC just gets the f well if they hire good people and stay the fuck out of the way they can actually make good movies it's just uh, uh, the, the, I see I they kind of stay out of the way of Zack Snyder sort of but like he he wasn't I don't know. He he didn't get it. I I, I think that that's my biggest problem. To, not to dredge up the corpse of Zack Snyder continually, but it's like I, I feel like he didn't get his source material. He was like Superman is Jesus. I'm gonna run with that. Or like James Gunn is like, oh Suicide Squad, fuck yeah. yeah I I think even like uh, I guess early on, I don't know if one of the science there was a scientist or there's a prison guy who was like John Orstander, one of the writers of the Suicide Squad run. That uh yeah, I I I didn't even watch the the Snyder cut. I, I saw the the OG one in theaters when it came out out of an obligation because I love I, I inherently love the I love the comic book Justice League. Justice League is one of my favorite comic books, and the fact that the movie is not good and then they had to put out that Snyder version, which I was like I, I don't I'm not gonna sit through four hours of that. It it just proves like if you hire good people and stay the fuck out of the way they they. They really let James Gunn do whatever the fuck he wanted. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure there was still like within some stuff within reason. Uh, I think it was I saw on Twitter today, like, oh yeah, he, he wanted to do where the Suicide Squad was trying to kill Superman. And they're like, oh no no no, we don't want to do that. Well, they have a video game for that. There's a there's a there's some sort of video game where the Suicide Squad is trying to kill Superman or they're they're, they're targeted Superman. That's that's being made by a. Uh, it was being made by uh, Rocksteady, people who've made the, the Batman Arkham Asylum games. Oh, poor dudes. Poor little dude. But yeah, no, it just, uh, it, it, it just, it, it proves like, there's it, this big narrative, oh, okay, that 
DC doesn't know how to make good movies. They they they, they have it in them. Aquaman. I own. Oh, I don't want to say it's good. It was good, but it was, it was fine. Aquaman was fine. It made a fucking billion dollars. They didn't really fuck that one up. Shazam was fun. They're they're coming out with fucking Black Adam. Hopefully that doesn't suck either. That Shazam was good. That was Shazam was fun. Like it's it's, it's that point. Like they just need these movies to be fucking entertaining. It doesn't have to be fucking Jesus allegory or some fucking super serious Batman fucking depression. You just make it entertaining fucking movie. <laughs> like. Like, James Gunn, for whatever reason, knows how to combine all this crazy stuff and put a little bit of heart and relatability into the movie. And, and they let him. They, 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 yeah, they, they kind of go overboard with, with CG and fucking editing. I, yeah, apparently that, uh, I guess the, the, the first, I, I kept seeing today, the first Suicide Squad movie was, was as edited by a, by a trailer house, which I guess a, a place that only works on trailers. They edited the whole movie, which... I guess that's why a lot of people are saying, "Oh, I want to see the, the the original cut of the first Suicide Squad movie." I'm like, I don't know if that's gonna help. It, I, I remember watching that movie and not liking it. Right, it, it, Shazam. Yeah, I I I I, and I remember like going to see that, and I was like, "Oh, we'll we'll see," because that, that was still pre-baby. And I was like, "I was, like Pete Molini got us the five dollar tickets, whatever." And I'm like, "All right, I'll go watch it." And like that way, we have something to talk about on the podcast. And oh, you know what? It was it was good. I, I really it was, it was fucking entertaining. And it just I just wish they were freaking. I, I I wish they would just make fun movies. I know Marvel catches a lot of shit for fucking. Oh, it's just they're, they're entertaining. I'm like, that's the fucking point. Not everything needs to be the fucking. Uh, super dramatic fucking sadness. Like, there's a whole niche of movies for that. Go, go, watch anything in the goddamn Criterion Collection if you want some film noir depression to go freaking cut yourself to. Uh, these movies are supposed to be fun, and you know what? Suicide Squad was fucking fun. And if people are looking for not fun, then sorry, <laughs> then it's not for you. Just like I, 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 I go back and rewatch Man of Steel and BVS and fucking like, so well, these are for somebody and I'm not that person. I don't know who these movies are for. There are, there are all the people who freaking hashtag save the Snyder Cut. That, 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 I guess those are the people that those movies are for, but it wasn't for me. Uh, it, uh, I that, that's the big thing. I guess that, that was my big takeaway. Like, the... I, I, I'm almost shocked that I didn't put out a fucking meme like, you see this? That's how you make a fucking movie. Because <laughs> I think I put that meme out when the first trailer came out. Yeah, yeah, Venom. I remember like, oh, I didn't act in, like, I, I was like, oh, Venom was, it was entertaining. It, not an Academy Award winning movie, but you know what? Fucking, what's his face? Fucking uh, Eddie Brock. Oh, why? See, I can tell my brain. I I have too much fucking brain damage. I I can't sit here and go, Tom Hardy. There you go. <laughs> I'm sure you guys were, were about to type it in, but there's like a 30 second delay between what you guys type and what I see. But you know, Tom Hardy, fucking, he did his job, and that movie was fun. Yeah, but yeah, that that they're gonna they're, they're rushing part two, so we'll we'll see how that goes. And like, yeah, it. Comic book movies are a part of the landscape now, and you know it, it has proven they can be really good movies. Like I, I always say, like oh, freaking Winter Soldier was well, going to stand the test of time as a good ass fucking movie. Period. It's not a good ass comic book movie. It's a good ass movie. Period. 
that one was like is serious, but also was you know a little jokey sometimes. That like the the, the Marvel style, like hey, you gotta be entertaining. You gotta give people a reason to be entertained because they're trying to appeal to the most amount of people. Like, uh, let, let me duck into a quick video game talk topic here. Uh, I guess like I I, I like I, I have a confession to make. I've been playing Destiny two again. Like I, I know I, I swore on this podcast three years ago I would never play that game again, but I, I I've been. I, I I I'm playing the game again. I, I've been playing it in my free time. Uh, it, it's been fun. I'm enjoying it. I, I guess whatever whatever promise I had made, I, I'm not coming back to Destiny 2 until it's fun. And uh, it, it's fun now. But I guess something happened that they're going to make some sort of update to the game, and it's pissing off the hardcore players. And I, I'm going to get to the point of this. And uh, and then one of my friends, Art, who who who, who watches the show here occasionally, uh, he was like, he he's gotten mad about it. It's punishing people who are really good at the game, and it's going to benefit people who are not good at the game. And then all these like high level players, they don't understand. Well, why are they punishing us? Why are they punishing us? And uh, I had to freaking explain to him, like, dude. They're trying to make the game more accessible. Like, if, if if somebody wants to play the game who sucks, you go in and you get fucking dunked on every time you fucking play. You get some dudes fucking sneaking up behind you, shotgunning you up your asshole, and you just spend half the game dead. Oh, it's not going to be appealing to some new person. And if you if you only have just the hardcores, then you're not going to have much of a game. In a, in a couple of years, they Bungie. This is their only game now. I mean, they freaking. This is all they do. They, 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 they won the the divorce from Activision, and they 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 run this game on their own. They put out you know seasonal content every like three months. It seems like, and it, it seems to be working. But I guess I, I think the, the the motivation isn't to punish the freaking skilled players. It's the motivation is trying to get more people to play the fucking game because they, they obviously need new people who will potentially <laughs> outbreak perfected. I, I I I've been killed by that a few times. Yes. Uh, see, I, uh, so I was joking with Art. I'm like. Art, I'm one of the people who benefits from these fucking changes. I, I'm going to actually have a KD higher than fucking point seven if all these fucking pros have fucking something taken out of their toolbox, something that like a normal person isn't going to fucking master. That's some sort of, there's some sort of sliding. They're, they're punishing people who slide and shotgun, I guess, which is a frequent thing I've seen in the last few weeks playing Crucible and Iron Banner. I'm just saying, like, oh well, that dude snuck up my asshole and ventilated my my insides with a shotgun. <laughs> it, it's just funny. I'm having to explain to Art and some of my other friends. I'm like, no, it's about fucking money. And at the end, of, again, yeah, Fell Winter's Lie. I heard they nerfed that motherfucker. I, <laughs> Fell Winter's Lie was a problem when I when I was still playing when I when I when I was playing uh, 24/7 uh, three years ago. <laughs> It's it's been nice to get back into it. It's it it feels good. I mean, but although these forty one year old hands are 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 not feeling it. It, 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 I I can't play extended sessions. I I want to like like the the biggest reason I came back was because they brought back my favorite fucking raid, fucking the Vault of fucking Glass. I fucking love that raid. That raid is fucking the best thing they ever fucking made. Uh, no, Matt. Unfortunately, I, I play on on PS four. All my friends are on PS fucking fives, and I'm just sitting here with my fucking, with my giant fan, giant fan PS4. Like, sorry guys, I'm not upgrading anytime soon. 
I'm just going to sit back here on my fucking... <laughs> the next season, I'll, I can cross-play with you. <laughs> They're enabling cross-play across systems next season, allegedly. But the, the point I'm saying is, like, yeah, all these, you know, Mar let's see, Bungie's addressing the same problem. You know, DC and Marvel, everyone has all these fucking problems where they fucking, uh, they're trying to appeal to new people. That's the thing. We can't just freaking focus on what the hardcore wants. You have to fucking make it fucking appealing for what, that's where Marvel has succeeded. That's where DC is struggling. They have all these crazy diehards that love the Zack Snyder shit. But it's not a fucking appealing. When you have a fucking Batman versus Batman and Superman in the same fucking movie, you couldn't break a billion dollars worldwide on that shit. You had a fucking Justice League movie, and you couldn't break a billion dollars worldwide. Where they got all this other shit from Marvel was well up until recently was routinely fucking doing that shit. Like DC has to acknowledge has to acknowledge problem. And again, they. they they are able to freaking borrow James Gunn because of the, the kerfuffle he went through a couple years ago. And he got to make them a good-ass fucking movie. And like, hey, look, it can be done. You make a movie that can... Even though, again, maybe this isn't the best example for crossover appeal, but people, people love fucking John Cena. People like Idris fucking Elba. People like all the stuff that's going on. People want to watch comic book movies. They want to be fucking entertained. So yeah, that that, that so that that's my the, the stuff needs to be accessible. It can't you you can't exclude fucking people. You have to fucking include people. This applies to all forms of fucking media, and that's where I, I feel a lot of fans don't understand. Because there's a lot of shitty nerds who want to exclude people. Because granted, nerds have been excluded from a lot of shit. Now nerd shit's fucking dominating everything. So now all these nerds want to fucking gatekeep. The other way, like, oh no, you didn't let me fucking do your shit when I was a fucking nerd 20 years ago. Now I'm going to keep you out of my shit. It's about fucking inclusion. Oh, the Harley, yeah, the, the, the Birds of Prey, Harley Quinn. Or you're talking about the cartoon Harley Quinn. No, or, or Harley Quinn in the first Suicide Squad. I mean, yeah, obviously she was, uh, she was there to draw a lot of eyes. But yeah. The, the first Suicide Squad, I mean, it would, I mean, shit, it fucking won an Academy Award for fucking hair and makeup. <laughs> oh, both, the, the Birds of Prey and the animated show. Yeah, the, they, they're, yeah, they can be entertaining. I mean, it's, 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 that, that, that's what it matters at the end of the day, and I think that's a lot of nerds can't wrap their fucking brain around. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Warren. I, 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 I knew that I had something in my head that was a good example, but like Ant-Man and the Wasp made more money than Justice League. That should not have happened. That that's I, I think that and, and that's inherently why I think the executives at fucking Warner Brothers and fucking whatever the fuck you want to call it now, Warner fucking media are like, okay, we gotta move away from this Zack Snyder dude. Because when Ant-Man and the fucking Wasp makes more money than Justice League you got fucking C-level fucking heroes <laughs> Matt Hammond my sex tape made more money than Justice League <laughs> See, and, and I think that because I'm I'm confident in, in, in making this statement like I'm pretty sure that movie did not make back enough money <laughs> 
because they that Justice League movie had a humongous marketing fucking push. <laughs> they spent a fuck ton of money. I don't know what the budget was on that motherfucker, but I'm sure they spent just as much money on the fucking marketing for that damn movie because I'm sure they expected it to be their Avengers make a fucking billion and a half dollars, and you come back fucking like we didn't break half a million. <laughs> Like, I, I think that's the the, the I, I I have a computer in front of me, but I'm holding the mic the whole time. So I, I, I didn't want to be doing the looking up shit. <laughs> Let's see. I'm sure what... It's like I could have just left it to him. Budget was three hundred million, and it made six hundred and fifty-seven million. <laughs> yeah. Well, Snyder Cut was released to get a bunch of people to subscribe to fucking HBO Max. That was a. <laughs> but it's crazy because they had they had to invest money into the fucking Snyder Cut. I, it was just a a long play, a long play to get subscriptions. <laughs> Yeah, the budget was three hundred million dollars. So generally, the the rule of thumb I always saw is like you have to double the budget, and then once you beat that, then you're technically making money <laughs> on a movie. <laughs> so I was like, they barely got over double the budget on the take, and I'm sure that's including the international money, which you, they, you lose a bunch of that. So they probably barely they probably barely made money. And like, wait, this movie was supposed to be our giant fucking tentpole of fucking 2017. The fuck happened? And all these dudes, why did you restore the Snyderverse? I was like, no, the dude, like, they let somebody else make fucking Aquaman. They made a halfway entertaining movie and that made a billion dollars. How can Aquaman, aside from uh, the obvious sexual appeal of Jason Momoa, we cannot deny the fact that that man is a sexy man. Him being Aquaman, he had the power to sploosh anywhere he wants. He can he creates water anywhere he goes. <laughs> yeah, here's that old school Drake Geek philosophy right there. <laughs> Jason Momoa by himself, with 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 a with a popcorn flick, made a billion fucking dollars. But Justice League on its own couldn't make a fucking billion dollars. That's how you knew there was a fucking problem. And people like, oh, try, oh yeah, the Snyder worked on it. He he was like an executive producer. That that means he's just somebody who put some money on the table. <laughs> he didn't participate actively in the. In the <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. The it wasn't. I'm mean, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that that movie was good. It was just a popcorn flick. Huh? My, my brother-in-law went to go watch it with us, and he was like, "What the hell was that?" <laughs> I'm like, hey, it's the same. He's wearing the suit. <laughs> that, that was like where I was happy. I was like, hey, look, he's wearing the suit. He's he, he, he's committed to it. <laughs> he's wearing the orange chainmail. <laughs> it, it was funny to me. What can, what can I tell you? <laughs> he had fucking Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> The only way, okay, Matt Hamblin on Facebook Live says, only way Justice League would have made more money if they had been Gal Gadot was naked. I mean, you're not wrong. I'm not going to tell you you're wrong, Matt. You are correct. 
if there was nude scenes of Gal Gadot in the Justice League movie, it would have made more than $657 million. I'm sure a lot of international people would have been happy to go to the theater just to watch that. <laughs> this is not a negative thing on anything. Just That's a factual statement. <laughs> a lot of horny dudes would have happily put money out for that. I don't approve of this uh, behavior, but this is it's a, it's a statement of fact. Uh, in five years from now, I will be canceled for that comment. <laughs> uh, send out the cancellation people. So send the send the can he said the justice he said the justice league movie would make more money if if Gal, Gal Gadot was naked. Think Aquaman. Yeah, there you go. Aquaman was thirst trapped the superhero movie. <laughs> He made a billion dollars because it was a thirst trap for the sexiness of Jason Momoa. <laughs> yeah, a half-naked Jason Momoa went through the movie. Of course it made a billion fucking dollars. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Take advantage of the fact that the, that the women love, the, love him. Men admire him. Dude, Jason Momoa was fucking cool. Game of Thrones made him like super fucking cool. I, I mean, I knew. I mean, prior to Game of Thrones, I'm like, oh yeah, that's Lisa Bonet's husband. He's hot. <laughs> the Game of Thrones made him a fucking star, and then fucking Aquaman made him a fucking worldwide star. Now, I'm sure there's an Aquaman two coming at some point with another cheesy fucking. <laughs> Try to like, oh, don't worry, uh, I, the show won't get canceled. I, I'm just like, I'm gonna get freaking cancel cultured in a few years. I'm gonna, have to, I'm, sure, I'm sure I have some more objectionable shit on Twitter. <laughs> I've said a lot of ridiculous shit on Twitter in the last like six months. I've been hanging out on Black Wrestling Twitter. <laughs> All right, so okay, look at the time here. Let's wrap this sucker up. I gotta go help my wife with our, our, our young man over there. But yeah, Matt. Uh, James Gian, Warren Lung, Ryan Tanaka, thank you all for, for coming in and, 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 and having the conversation with me. I, I always appreciate it when, when people are on live and have the conversation with me live on the show. That It makes the show better. You, you guys, my live, my, my live dudes commenting, you guys make the show better. If, if it was just me by myself speaking to a microphone without the live viewers that this show would suck a lot more ass <laughs> uh, the, 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 the back and forth with you guys I, I fucking appreciate you guys my, my live, live dudes here thank you I'm a lot of people I appreciate you guys thank you for watching uh, make sure to follow us on social media at Dre GP podcast on Twitter on Facebook and on Instagram uh, please uh, check us out on YouTube. We have a lot of gaming videos. Dre needs to start an OnlyFans. That was that was a topic of a, of a, of a podcast. I think last year <laughs> we were joking about Dre needs to start an OnlyFans. I need to put my 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 fuzzy bear body out there. I I, I will haul in so much honey from from bears. I'm I'm a, I'm, I'm a honey trap for bears. Oh yeah, I'm a honey trap for bears. I have confirmed this. <laughs> The, the, the people want the fur. <laughs> I'm delirious right now, clearly. Uh, YouTube. Uh, we have a bunch of gaming videos. I still have to... I, I didn't do Metroid Monday today because today we were super fucking busy at work. Uh, I may try to do a Metroid Monday a afterwards. 
after this show. I, I don't know. I, 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 I need to try to make sure I keep putting up videos Monday through Friday. Uh, YouTube, Salsa Shark Dre. <laughs> Sharks in the... <laughs> Nope, nope. I, I, I'm not gonna do it. I could do it. My brain is already putting it together. <laughs> Dre's in the salsa. Sharks in the salsa. Or shark. Good memories of Monobello Ten Ten and Matt Hamlin. <laughs> nice deep cut right there. And as usual, if you if you want to be uh, uh, an, an awesome patron like Ryan Tanaka, like our friend Daniel Wong, who was probably busy with his kids today. Getting probably getting his kids ready for school. Uh, go to patreon.com and search for Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast if you want to contribute to the show. That helps pay for our, our hosting. So that, that way I keep all 238 episodes available for people to listen to on on SoundCloud. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what the Patreon helps pay for that cost. It's, it's, it's X amount of money per year. And thank, thanks to our patrons, Daniel and Ryan, we're able to, to, to keep that up and up and running it doesn't doesn't it, it does a little bit a little less damage to my wallet and I, I appreciate you guys thank you for watching we'll catch you guys next week i'm gonna go help take care of a little sick baby little baby no he's a toddler he's a little man he's our he's our larger roommate who <laughs> who now says yes and no it's freaking amazing hey ty you want some soup uh no this little dude said no. You want some apple juice? Yeah. Kids, Ryan, you know. Kids are crazy. <laughs> they're wild. They're they're amazing little creatures. <laughs> we'll catch you guys next week. Thank you for watching. See you next time. I almost dropped a glass. <laughs>